70, g several pounds, are allowed to gravitate down and rest upon the contents of the pelvis, forcing the congested uterus and ovaries down out of their natural positions, and often bending or tipping the womb in various directions. A long list of symptoms follows as the natural consequence of these abnormal conditions. Rational treatment, ovarian congestion and inflammation, inflammation of the uterus, ulceration of this organ, deranged menstruation, leukorrhea with the attendant pain, nervousness, and other derangements depending upon loss of supporting power in the abdominal muscles, all result from loss of the natural motions of respiration, and consequent deranged circulation. These several conditions can be cured by removing their cause, when the power of the parts involved in the weakness is restored. All these morbid conditions disappear. Judicious cultivation of power in the weakened supports is attended with certain curative results. This is best accomplished by mechanical motion, by which the normal circulation is restored. Inflammations and congestions are subdued, displacements corrected, ulcers healed, and functional activity is re-established. Recapitulation. Motion properly transmitted to the human system by mechanical apparatus is transformed into other forms of force identical with vital energy, by which the ordinary processes of the system are greatly promoted. It increases animal heat and nervous and muscular power to the normal standard. It removes engorgement or local impediments to the circulation. The electrical induction produced renders it a most efficacious remedy for paralysis of all kinds. It removes interstitial fluids and causes rapid absorption and disappearance of solid and fluid accumulations. It is a powerful alterative, or blood purifier, increasing oxidation and stimulating excretion. It diminishes chronic nervous irritability and promotes sleep. Deformities are easily cured without the cutting of tendons, or use of mechanical supports. It hardens the flesh by increasing muscular development and improves digestion and nutrition. World's Dispensary Medical Association Incorporated under statute enacted by the legislature of New York, Dr. R.V. Pierce, having acquired a worldwide reputation in the treatment of chronic diseases, resulting in a professional business far exceeding his individual ability to conduct, some years ago induced several medical gentlemen of high professional standing to associate themselves with him, as the faculty of the World's Dispensary and Surgical Institute the consulting department of which has since been merged into the Invalids Hotel. The organization is duly incorporated under a statute enacted by the legislature of the state of New York, and under the name and style of the World's Dispensary Medical Association, of which Drive Pierce is president, and in the affairs of which he will, as heretofore, take an active and constant part. European Branch, Number 3 New Oxford Street, London, Ang. Important Announcement. Dr. R.V. Pierce. Having in the fall of 1880 resigned his seat in Congress, has since been able to devote his whole time and attention to the interests of the association, and those consulting our medical and surgical faculty had the full benefits of his counsel and professional services, that he should prefer to give up a high and honorable position in the councils of the nation, to serve the sick, is conclusive evidence of his devotion to their interests and of love for his profession. Invalids Hotel a model sanitarium and surgical institute, not a hospital, but a pleasant remedial home, organized with a full staff of 18 physicians and surgeons and exclusively devoted to the treatment of all chronic diseases. This imposing establishment was designed and erected to accommodate the large number of invalids who visit Buffalo from every state and territory, as well as from many foreign lands that they may avail themselves of the professional services of the staff of skilled specialists in medicine and surgery that compose the faculty of this widely celebrated institution. 
destroyed by fire. On the 16th of February 1881, the original Invalids Hotel was totally destroyed by fire. Although occupied at the time by a large number of invalids, yet, through the extraordinary exertions of the faculty and employees, all were safely removed from the building without injury to anyone. The Board of Trustees took prompt steps to rebuild, for the accommodation of the many sufferers who apply, to avail themselves of the skill, facilities and advantages of treatment which such a perfectly equipped establishment affords. Profiting by the experience afforded by several years' occupancy of the original Invalids Hotel building, which at the date of its erection was the largest and most complete establishment of its kind in the world, we believe we have, in the building of the elegant structure illustrated herein, made great improvements over the original Invalids Hotel, for the accommodation of our patients. Although our new building has only been occupied about two years, Yet almost immediately our business required the erection of a very large addition thereto, to accommodate our growing practice. This large annex, which is about the size of the original building, has ever since been kept well filled with patients, highlying from every state and territory of the United States, Canada and occasionally from a foreign country. The Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute is pleasantly situated at number 663 Main Street, in the city of Buffalo just above and outside the business and bustle of this Queen City of the Lakes. It is easily reached from the railroad depots by the exchange and main street car lines see map on last page of this book. It is a substantially built brick building, trimmed with sandstone, well lighted and provided with a patent hydraulic elevator, so that its upper stories are quite as desirable as any, being more quiet than those lower down. It is well provided with fire escapes, and, in fact, Nothing has been neglected that can add to the comfort and home-like makeup of this popular national resort for the invalid and afflicted. Great pains and expense have been assumed in providing perfect ventilation for every room and part of the building. The surroundings of the hotel are very pleasant, it being located in the finest built part of the city. Among the most elegant residences, staff of physicians and surgeons, only men who are, by thorough education and experience, especially fitted to fill their respective positions have been chosen to serve as physicians and surgeons in this institution. After having spent a very large sum of money in erecting and furnishing this national resort for invalids with every requirement and facility for the successful treatment of all classes of chronic diseases, it is the determination of the board of directors that the faculty of physicians and surgeons shall be superior in culture, experience and skill. We have not the space to speak, individually, of the 18 professional gentlemen composing the faculty but we'll say that among them are those whose long connection with the world's dispensary and surgical institute has given them great experience and rendered them experts in their specialties. Several of them had previously distinguished themselves in both private and hospital practice, had held important chairs as lecturers and teachers in medical colleges, and had filled responsible positions in military and civil hospitals, also in some of the most noted asylums, dispensaries, and sanitary institutions in the land. With such a staff of physicians and surgeons, efficient and trained nurses, and with all the most approved sanitary, medical and surgical appliances which study, experience, invention and the most liberal expenditure of money, can produce and bring together in one institution, the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute affords the afflicted unusual opportunities for relief. The Grand Entrance The entrance to the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute is covered by a lofty porch of beautiful design the roof of which is supported upon heavy iron columns, above the massive double doors, 
through which the visitor enters, are large, heavy panels of beautifully wrought stained glass, on which the words, Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute, stand out conspicuously. First floor. The first floor of the building is reached through a beautifully finished vestibule, by a short flight of broad, easy stairs, and once inside the visitor is struck by the beauty of design as well as by the home-like appearance of the surroundings. The woodwork is mainly of hardwoods, oak and cherry predominating. In a large part of the house the floors are of oak, with a cherry border, neatly finished in oil and shellac, and covered with rich rugs and elegant carpets of the very best quality. On the first floor is the gentleman's reception room, which is thronged with patients from early in the morning until late in the afternoon. It is entirely distinct from the large reception room and parlors for lady patients, and the utmost privacy is secured throughout the whole arrangement of the institution. On this floor are the suites of offices, parlors, and private consultation rooms, some fifteen in all, also a well-furnished reading room and circulating library, for the use of the inmates of the institution. On all sides are beautifully frescoed walls adorned with numerous choice engravings and other pictures. All the rooms throughout the house are furnished in the best of style, and in a manner to afford the utmost comfort and cheerfulness of surroundings for the sick and afflicted who seek this remedial resort. The Turkish and other baths are elegantly fitted up on the first floor, opposite the reading room, the upper floors, above the first, or main floor. The building is divided into separate rooms and suites of rooms for the accommodation of patients. All are well lighted, have high ceilings, and are cheerful and well-ventilated apartments. On the second floor is the large medical library and medical council room, for the exclusive use of the faculty. Also the museum room, which contains a large and valuable collection of anatomical and morbid specimens, many of them being obtained from cases treated in this institution. On this floor are also suites of rooms occupied by the Bureau of Medical Correspondence, wherein from 10 to 12 physicians, each supplied with the improved graphopony, are constantly employed in attending to the vast correspondence received from invalids residing in all parts of the United States and Canada. Every important case receives the careful consideration of a council composed of from 3 to 5 of these expert specialists, before being finally passed upon and prescribed for. On the third floor are the large treatment rooms, supplied with all the apparatus and appliances for the successful management of every chronic malady incident to humanity, electrical apparatus of the latest and most approved kinds, some of it driven and operated by steam power, dry cupping and equalizing treatment apparatus, vitalization apparatus, numerous and most ingenious rubbing and manipulating apparatus and machinery, driven by steam power are among the almost innumerable curative agencies that are here brought into use as aids in the cure of human ailments. Our electrical outfit is the finest to be found in any sanitarium in the United States and, we believe, in the world, there are 240-cell galvanic batteries with switchboards for controlling the voltage, or force, from the whole power to a 140th of this amount, at the will of the physician. Safeguards in the shape of milliampere meters continually indicate to the operator the force of the current. There is a dynamo for charging the storage batteries, which may be used in a patient's room when this method is found more convenient or more comfortable for the invalid. There are two static or Franklin machines. These are used when the milder current is desired, and for spraying, sparking, etc. One of the instruments is of high voltage and furnishes us with the X-rays for examining the interior parts of the body. The largest treatment room also contains a powerful ozone generator, operated by a dynamo. 
This supplies the room with allotropic oxygen and is invaluable in treating diseases of the lungs and air passages. This supplies the patient with vitalized air, equal to the most salubrious atmosphere in any part of the globe. Beyond this and separated by a court, across which is an iron bridge, are the large dispensing rooms, stocked with drugs and medical compounds of almost endless variety, and representing every branch of the materia medica. Here all medicines prescribed are most carefully and specially prepared for each individual case, those to be sent away by mail or express, to patients being treated at a distance, are placed in trays, with full directions for use, and sent to another large room, where they are carefully packed, and shipped thence to their destination, fourth floor, on the fourth floor are located the surgical operating rooms and surgical ward, there are also a large number of nice, large, well furnished separate rooms on this floor, used principally for the accommodation of surgical cases, strong, broad, iron staircases connect all the upper floors with the ground, so that in case of fire, patients need have no fear of being unable to get out safely, in fact, the building has been constructed so as to render the rapid spread of fire through it impossible, all the floors being laid on cement, a steam passenger elevator is provided, so that the upper floors are quite as desirable as those lower down. The dining rooms for gentlemen, as well as those for ladies, are located in the basement, which is reached either by stairways or by the elevator. The kitchen, store rooms, chill rooms, pantries, and all culinary arrangements are also in the basement. Fireproof vaults. Six large fireproof vaults are provided in this building in which to preserve, secure from observation, as well as from fire. All records of cases examined and treated by the faculty. Throughout all this vast building the visitor is struck with the wonderful order and system with which every detail is carried out. The bath department, the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute, as herein before indicated, is provided with Turkish, and other approved baths, with a treatment room, fitted up with vacuum and movement treatment apparatus of the most modern and approved style. These and much more ingeniously devised apparatus and appliances are brought into use in a great variety of chronic affections with marvelously successful results. A perfect system of physical training, especially adapted to the wants of the invalid and weak, and most skillfully conducted and applied, is not the least important among the many advantages that the chronic sufferers here find. The surgical department. In the surgical department, every instrument and appliance approved by the modern operator is provided and many and ingenious are the instruments and devices that the faculty of this institution have invented and perfected to meet the wants of their numerous cases. Our remedies, in the prescribing of remedies for disease, the staff resort to the whole broad field of materia medica, allowing themselves to be hampered by no school, is empathy, or sect. The medicines employed are all prepared by skilled chemists and pharmacists and the greatest care is exercised to have them manufactured from the freshest and purest ingredients. Our faculty probably employ a greater number and variety of extracts from native roots, barks and herbs in their practice than are used in any other invalid's resort in the land. All of the vegetable extracts employed in our practice are prepared in our own laboratory. Regulation of diet. The table is supplied with an abundance of wholesome and nutritious food, especially adapted and prepared to suit the invalid it being varied to suit each particular case. The faculty recognize the importance of proper food as one of the greatest factors in the treatment of chronic diseases, while properly regulating and restricting the food of the invalid when necessary. 
they also recognize the fact that many are benefited by a liberal diet of the most substantial food, as steaks, eggs, oysters, milk, and other very nutritious articles of diet, which are always provided in abundance for those for whom they are sweet. From previous experience somewhere, some people get the impression that they are to be half-starved at such an institution as this. If this is the case anywhere it is not so here, as anyone who has ever resided at our sanitarium will attest. Trained attendants, a sufficient number of trained and experienced nurses are employed, that those requiring attendance may have the very best of care, good order, the institution is conducted in an orderly manner, that the utmost quiet may be secured, the faculty insist, upon the part of the invalid, while under treatment, on the observance of habits of regularity in eating, sleeping, bathing and exercise. Only by such observance of hygienic laws can they succeed in their course of remedial training, and make the treatment curative, amusements, while insisting upon strict observance of rules established for the good of the patient, they do not make their requirements so rigid as to interfere with the comfort and enjoyment of their patients, but, on the contrary, endeavor, in every manner possible, to provide innocent and entertaining amusements for all, recognizing the great importance of pleasant occupation of the mind as an essential part of the treatment, hence the introduction of music, amusing games, light reading, and kindred agencies for pleasant entertainment, is not neglected, and paralleled success, the founder of this institution commenced, many years ago, with little capital, to build up a business in the treatment of chronic diseases and devoted himself diligently to that end, his reputation for skill in his chosen field of practice gradually extended until, today his fame and that of the world's dispensary and invalids hotel and surgical institute, are simply worldwide, as the business increased those eminent for skill have been induced to join the faculty, until 18 professional gentlemen, each devoting his attention to a special branch of practice, constitute the medical and surgical staff, one reason why we excel in the treatment of chronic diseases is the fact that we are supplied with all the modern improvements in the way of instruments, Appliances and remedial agents used in the healing art, the expense of which deters the local physician in general practice from procuring, for the treatment of the limited number of cases that come within the circuit of his practice, the treatment of such cases requires special attention and special study to be successful, a common sense view, it is a well known fact, that appeals to the judgment of every thinking person, that a physician who devotes his whole time to the study and investigation of a certain class of diseases, must become better qualified to treat them than he who attempts to treat every ill to which flesh is heir, without giving special attention to any particular class of diseases. Men, in all ages of the world, who have made their marks, or who have become famous, have devoted their lives to some special branch of science, art or literature, liberality. We wage no war against any physician, no matter what school of medicine he may represent, but, on the other hand, We invite the company operation of all regular physicians. We are always ready and willing to impart to them any information or render any assistance that will be of mutual benefit to them and their patients. Our physicians and surgeons do not travel to solicit practice, having all the business that they can attend to at our institution, nor do we employ any agents to travel and peddle or otherwise sell our medicines. If anyone engaged in such business represents himself as in any way connected with our institutions, He is a swindler and should be apprehended and prosecuted as such, and anyone who will give us such information as will lead to the arrest and conviction of any person so misrepresenting will be liberally rewarded.
while not permitting any member of our professional staff to travel and solicit practice, yet we are always willing to accommodate and send a specialist to visit important or critical cases in consultation, or otherwise, or to perform important surgical operations as explained on page 971 of this book. Let none deceive you by representing that they have heretofore been connected with our institution and had thereby learned our original and improved methods of treatment. We had a large and competent staff of specialists and while we have sometimes found it necessary to make changes, yet we always manage to retain the most expert and skillful, as we cannot afford to part with the services of those who excel. By adopting similar names to those which have long designated our world-famed institutions, some have endeavored to deceive and mislead invalids who were seeking relief. Others have named so-called electric trusses, liver pads, and other contrivances after our president, thereby expecting to reap benefits from Drive Pierce's well-known professional standing. Neither the doctor nor this association had any interest in any such articles. No branches. Remember we had no branches except the one at number 3 New Oxford Street, London, England. Those desiring to consult us by letter should address all communications plainly to the World's Dispensary Medical Association, number 663 Main Street, Buffalo, NYB World's Dispensary, the immense building erected and occupied by the World's Dispensary Medical Association as a laboratory, wherein are manufactured our Drive Pierce's standard family medicines, as well as all the various tinctures, fluid extracts and other pharmaceutical preparations used by the staff of physicians and surgeons of the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute in their practice, is not inappropriately called the world's dispensary, for within its walls is prepared a series of remedies of such exceeding merit that they have acquired worldwide fame, and are sold in vast quantities in nearly every civilized country. The structure, located at 660-670 Washington Street, immediately in the rear of the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute, is a brick, with sandstone trimmings, six stories high, and 100 feet square. Its most striking architectural features exteriorly are massiveness, combined with grace and beauty of outline, and great strength. The basement, the basement or first story opens on a level with the Washington Street sidewalk, and is occupied by a plant of two large boilers, which supply the steam to run a huge American engine of 100 horsepower, built by the American Engine Company Brook, NJ. It drives all the machinery of the establishment, including drug mills, pill machines, packing machinery, a large number of printing presses, folding machines, stitching, trimming, and many other machines, located on the different floors, and used in the manufacture of medicines, books, pamphlets, circulars, posters, and other printed matter. On this floor is located steam bottle washing machinery, and also the shipping department. Here may be seen huge piles of medicine, boxed, marked, and ready for shipment to all parts of the civilized world. A large steam freight elevator leads from this to the floors above. Machinery, in addition to the power engine just mentioned is a 25 horsepower upright engine for running the dynamo for electric lighting, with a capacity of 300-300 lights. This engine and dynamo were also manufactured for us by the American Engine Company of Boundbrook, NJ. There is a small dynamo with a capacity of 100-100 lights used during the day to light safes, vaults, dark closets and hallways. All the offices and rooms of patients are supplied with electric light, as well as illuminating gas. An automatic Worthington pump is also located in the basement. 
which supplies the elevator and sprinkling system. The sprinklers come into play only in case of fire. When they are self-acting, this pump at its best is capable of forcing nearly 200 gallons of water a minute. There is no place in which pure water is more desirable than in the manufacture of medicines. Our New York filter could, if such a large quantity were ever required, furnish the dispensary with 100-100 barrels of pure water a day. Just beyond the south wall and buried several feet underground is a boiler-shaped tank capable of storing 10,000 10.000 gallons of medicine. Main floor. The main or second floor of the dispensary is entered from Main Street, through a hall leading from the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute. On this floor are located business offices, counting room, the advertising department and mailing rooms. Large, fireproof vaults are provided for the safekeeping of books, papers, and valuables, whilst the counting room and offices are elegantly finished in hardwoods, and present a beautiful and grand appearance. Third floor. On this floor are the association's extensive printing and binding works. Fourteen large presses, driven by power, with numerous folding machines, trimming, cutting, and stitching machinery, are constantly running in this department. Here is printed and bound Drive Pierce's popular work of over a thousand pages, denominated the People's Common Sense Medical Advisor, over 1.200.000 copies of which have been sold, millions of pocket memorandum books, pamphlets, Circulars and cards are also issued from this department and scattered broadcast to every quarter of the globe. Fourth floor. Large mills for crushing, grinding and pulverizing roots, barks, herbs, and other drugs occupy a considerable part of this floor. Extensive drying rooms, in which articles to be ground in the drug mills are properly dried, are also located upon this floor, as are also thousands of reams of paper ready for printing the different books, pamphlets, labels etc., in large rooms set aside for that purpose, are stored vast quantities of labels and wrappers, for use in putting out medicines, fifth floor, on this floor is located ingeniously devised filling and bottling machinery, also rooms for labeling, wrapping, and packing medicines, others are occupied for the storage of crude drugs, glass, corks, and supplies for use in the general business, sixth floor, this entire floor is occupied with mixing, percolating, distilling, filtering, and other processes employed in the manufacturing of medicines. Every process is conducted under the watchful care of an experienced chemist and pharmacist, and in the most perfect and orderly manner, the apparatus employed being of the most approved character. Here are manufactured all the various medicinal preparations and compounds prescribed by the faculty, in the treatment of special cases, general considerations, in all departments of this vast business establishment. The visitor is struck with the perfect system which everywhere prevails, and the wonderful accuracy with which every process and transaction is carried on and consummated, hence the uniformity of purity and strength for which the medicines here manufactured have so long been celebrated. To this, also, is due much of the marvelous success attained in the department established for the special treatment of chronic and obstinate cases of disease. In this department the faculty are not at all limited or hampered in prescribing and do not confine themselves in the least to the proprietary or standard medicines manufactured for general sale through druggists, but employ a series of curative agents unsurpassed in variety and range of application. They aim to carefully adapt their prescriptions to each individual case. The Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute some of the causes that led to its erection, and the advantages which it affords, the destinies of institutions, like those of men, 
are often determined by pre-existing causes. The destinies of some men are like those of wayside plants, springing up without other apparent cause than the caprice of nature, developing without any apparent aim, yielding no perfected fruit, and finally, dying, leaving scarcely a trace of their existence. Thus it is with institutions which had their origin only in man's caprice, to be enduring, they must be founded upon the needs and necessities of humanity. Many of the great men of the world owe their greatness more to surrounding circumstances than to the genius within them. The highest genius can be dwarfed or deformed by the force of adverse circumstances, hence the poetic truth of Gray in those exquisite lines, some mute and glorious Milton here may lie, some Cromwell guiltless of his country's blood. Opportunity is the guiding star of genius. Without it, genius would drift hither and thither upon the restless, ever-changing waves of circumstance never casting anchor in a secure haven, upon opportunity, too, depends the success of institutions, by opportunity we mean a real and acknowledged public want, whoever undertakes to supply this want finds himself upon the crest wave of prosperity, it was to supply such a want that this institution was erected, a remedial home, of the 70 millions of people living in the United States today, it is estimated that nearly 12 millions are sufferers from chronic disease, Think for a moment, 12 millions of people slowly but surely dying by the insidious and fatal development of chronic diseases, this is an appalling fact, and yet this is the very class of diseases with which the general practitioner is least familiar, as a general practitioner of the healing art, fresh from curriculum, the founder of this institution early realized that the grand impardonable sin of the medical profession was the neglect to more thoroughly study and investigate this class of diseases. The profession is diligently cauterizing and poulticing the sores which now and then appear on the surface, but the internal chronic disease, of which these are merely the external signs, is too often overlooked or neglected. Some years ago we devised and put into practical operation a method of tiradion, 